but we need to do another intro. Mm. So real quick, here's what I want everyone to do. Say your name and then say what the podcast is about in like 30 seconds. I'm going to tell you right now, John, that I, Matthew Sin, will not do that. Well, then what are you going to do? I emphatically refuse to state that the purpose of this podcast is to determine which character <laughs> in a particular series, a piece of media, book, whatever that we're talking about is the best. Because uh-huh. we've already done this twice before. And uh, to do it a true. third time is a disservice to myself, to Brandon, and I think to you. It's just disrespectful well, at this point. Well, you know, here at Your Favorite Character Sucks, that's what we do. We, we repeat the process over and over until we have multiple winners. And then at the end of the season, we have a best of the best episode where those winners go head to head to determine which character is the best from the entire season. Well, here's what I, Brandon Lee Nash, will tell you about this program, YFCS Pod, as we like to call it on the socials. I'm just here to argue with my friends about dumbass shit that most people uh-huh. don't really care about, but we do. And that's why we're here. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you, guys. On today's episode, superheroes meet capitalism in The Boys. Uh, I've made my tea. I've got some Mother's, the original circus animal cookies, frosted. Uh, huh? It's called Mother's? It's called Mother's. These are the ones exactly Wait, the Mother's ones you're thinking milk? about. They're called, they're called... Are you arguing for Mother's Milk then? No, I thought Bran was. No, I'm doing Queen Maeve. Jesus, right in the microphone with those fucking candies. Well, according to my uh, microphone, I didn't even spike, so you guys are actually good to go hearing that. And they're not candies, okay? They're frosted animal cookies. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. All right, we've got yet another Patreon subscriber here who's paid for an episode. Matt, uh, do we call you Sexy Matt or Sexier Matt on our oh, Watchmen I wish episode? I was I Sexier remember. Matt. Okay, you're Sexy Matt. So my brother Matt paid for us to do an episode on The Boys. And I think the reason was so that I would watch the series. And did it work? I mean, he, he finished watching it before I finished watching it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I finished watching it. I was like, hey, let's talk about it. You're yeah, like, I was I like, all right, I'm going to take four more months to watch it. You, the other episode you did with us is Watchmen. So you're really our like yeah, like, realistic take on superheroes. Gritty superhero guy. Just the worst superheroes uh, I guess I'm the ex- uh, the expert on. I don't know. Yeah, true. exactly. I mean, does it have grit? I when he I would say it's beyond that. Even does it not? This is just okay. It might, edgy. it might not be a gritty retelling of pre-existing characters, but I mean, like Homelander. It's a take. Homelander is a dark Superman. Maeve is Wonder Woman. Like it's still definitely based. Yeah, on I mean, uh, A Train is the Flash. Hmm. But this is just like a realistic, I would say, more than gritty. It's just like, to me... We discussed it, right? It's the capitalist version. It is, yeah. It's it's real. I mean, that's what... We live in a capitalist society, man. So it's like... And it shows like what would, you know, superhuman powers do to someone's mental mm-hmm. state. Yes. True. So I think... Uh, also, sorry, one more thing. What's insane also yeah. is that the show... Is the softer version of the comic even? Yeah, the comic book is more extreme. Did you did you read any or were you I just re- looking I stuff read the up? whole comic. Didn't you say it was trash? Oh, no way, you have. It was fucking bad. Not good at all. Wait, what? Like, Truly atrocious. Compared to the show, it's worse. Like, yes, it's just not far. good. Because the so, show is fucking good. We could talk. Yeah, I liked the show quite a bit. I thought the comics were very bad. 
but well, we'll we'll talk maybe a little bit of difference. We don't want to spoil things because I did get some of the comic stuff spoiled, and it's I thought it was some of the stuff I got spoiled for me was interesting. Nah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, like I said, to, I don't know. I literally just it. giga read the entire thing in one evening after I finished season one of the boys because I was oh. like, oh man, the show's pretty good. Let me just read the comics and then I'll see how like far it diverges. And after I finished, well, I left very unsatisfied. So is the comic over? Like they finished the whole comic? Yeah, it's been over. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's standing it's is trash. All the reveals are trash. There's gratuitous amounts well, of like uh, gore and violence and sex. They've changed. It's all trash. They've changed quite a bit. Yeah, the art um, is trash. From what no I've offense. seen. Oh, the art's okay. I looked at Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. <laughs> art is okay. absolutely trash. I'm looking trash. it up. I gotta see it. All right. You have I guess to look up. It is so I've bad. I've never seen it. I look. I, some of it. I I looked at it. and I thought it was fine. Okay. So Matt Campbell, who are you picking? Because I'm about to say my oh. character first, so I don't want to. I don't really know. I, I, well, you gotta that's, figure that's how it you out. really pull it. You just go last. Yeah, I was thinking that, but I figured you wouldn't let me. Um, You're the guest. I'm gonna, Unfortunately, I'm, we have to adhere to well, your I appreciate it. Let me, uh, let me think about it for a second, listen to who y'all pick, and I'll go last. Okay, I like it. Well, John, feel free. Oh, yeah, this art is garbage. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad. Dude, it's pretty not bad. that bad. It's pretty bad. I really think... Um, while this show is a bunch of fucked up characters, like the characters are all really fucked up, horrible people. I think that there's a lot of really, really great characters to choose from. Like this is one of those episodes that I really think it's anyone's game. I don't know who I'm going to choose in the end. Mm -hmm. And there's literally like four characters that I can think of that I would argue for that I think uh, could win. Do you think that most of the main cast and a lot of the supporting characters are all very good? Because I would also agree with that. I I think that there's a very little difference between most of the characters. Look at how trash trash this shit looks, Bran. No, look at what I just posted. Look at this man's head. Not only that, but look at the fucking dog. It's like someone roughly described what an American bulldog looks like, and they like kind of... It, it is not good. <laughs> also, make sure. Yeah, I mean, what character is this? Man? That's the that's butcher. Billy Butcher. That's Billy yes, Butcher. That's Billy that's Butcher. Billy it butcher. looks so bad. And his his bulldog. He looks like butt. Great Value Punisher, bro. <laughs> Fucking Kirkland Brand his Fake Castle. His head is so fat. <laughs> it's so stupid. The art is so bad. But but the book is supposed to be like a dark parody of yeah, uh, comic dark parody. Books, right? Everybody's got fatter, bigger heads. <laughs> I think I think I think at some point I do think at some level like they are supposed to look stupid actually like no dude I don't think I it's think, you think? I don't think it's supposed to be amazing no heat on the artist but that shit is not good uh, so who are you picking John all right I guess so Wait, do you also not know like I said there's I thought Brandon I wanted to go first fuck these guys no Brandon go first I know, <laughs> no, you know do you want me to go, go first? first I know I can go first even I'll go first I'm just gonna go with one and and who knows by the end I might pick somebody different but the character that I think. I like characters with mystery, characters that are like, I'm not sure where they're going to go. And Matt, sometimes you argue with me and say like, ah, well, I knew that's where that character was going to go. But I'm going to go with uh, a character that I feel like when I watch the episodes, I'm constantly like on edge, like, what is this character going to do? And that character is Starlight. And here's the thing that puts me on edge with her character. Mm -hmm. First of all, you know, she starts off, you know, Huey is like the insert character, like the one that... We are supposed to be able to sympathize with because he's normal. But I think Starlight is the secondary insert character because she's a good person. Yes, she's a superhero, but she's a good person in the superhero world, which you don't see other than her I pretty agree, much. Yeah. You know, there's a few exa- there's a few uh, examples of maybe maybe that are good, but most of them have to be like secretly good and like, you know, whatever. So then she immediately gets sexually assaulted, which 
sucks. It's fucking awful. It's very yeah, I'll say cool. like if you're starting the show fresh when that happens, like it had me being like, oh god, do I want to watch this? I mean, like, it's that yeah, first no, episode. It's, it's dark. Makes it really dark. tough to want to watch the rest of this show. It was brutal. It's dark, dude. So she has to go through that, and then doesn't get any sympathy from anybody. Then she's just she basically. You know, I've talked before about how I like like uh, Wonder Woman in the uh, Wonder Woman movie, that the first one that came out, not the second one. The second one's very bad. I haven't seen that one. So, so bad. Don't uh, watch it. Yeah. What you guys told me. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked her because I like the fish out of water story. And I do feel like Starlight is a fish out of water. But even more tragic is that she wanted to be on land so bad. Like she wanted to be in the seven. She idolized him. She looked up to him, similar to Huey. But then she finally gets in it and just immediately just immediately gets crushed. And then like everything just goes bad from then on. But then I do like how her character, you know, starts taking power into her hands and and starts fighting back and uh, is sort of the way that the boys can kind of get in a lot of times. Like there a lot of their plans won't work if if not for having her either unwittingly or wittingly helping them um, get in with the superheroes. Yeah. I also love her journey and the thing that also makes me on the edge of my seat with her is like I I think the series does put her in so many compromising situations, also so many scary situations, because she's in the fucking belly of the beast all the time. But about her morals, I just I feel like the show tests her morals, and uh, I find myself surprised about her choices. And so I I'm interested in her because she's not concrete for me, and I and I enjoy being surprised by that character. No, I think I think that's a good pick. That was definitely right, one of the okay. ones I was hard thinking about picking. So you were hard thinking about her. Yeah. I was hard thinking about picking her. <laughs> Jesus. Stop. All right. <laughs> I'm glad we can just make the transition from talking about how she was immediately uh, yeah. sexually, sexually assaulted. To, uh, I didn't say that I was hard thinking about her. I it was wasn't mad. hard. <laughs> so anyway, but for a different reason. Oh, so, you're saying, so you're saying she's fugly? No, she's a beautiful <laughs> woman. Jesus Christ. Who's a great let's, character let's in the show. There's nothing good, nothing good, nothing good can be uh, gained from this. Go ahead, Brand. What do you got for us? So... I will be choosing Queen Maeve, who I think mm-hmm. is almost on the other end of the spectrum from Starlight. Mm-hmm. Because where Starlight, we get to see what it's like to first join the world of superheroes full of hope and innocence. And then Truth. through yeah. Queen Maeve, we get to see what that experience has done to someone. She has lost like any hope of the system actually being good and effective. I don't know. When we first see her, she's pretty pessimistic because Starlight goes to her after yeah. the sexual assault. And oh, she's... clean yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Like, Don't let them see you. Because she's already been through this, and she's like, yeah, you just got to toughen up because that's what happens. So fuck. And so, yeah, at first, like, yeah, she's a pretty negative character, and you think... Maybe she's just an asshole, but you see over time that it's because she's been where Starlight was and she's been just crushed repeatedly over the years. But Mm. then as the show progresses, we see like she does care, like the plane scene, which is another really intense scene. Well, that so I, I seriously, tough to watch. I almost stopped watching the show at that point. I was, I, if if I was not being paid to watch it, I probably would have stopped, which really? would have been bad. I'm glad I continued. Yes, it. I was. I think it's because we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, and uh, being a teacher in KDIC oh, you're really sucks. Really inside of yourself was, right now. Yeah. I was. I was at a very, very, very low point. 
And you. then that plane scene happened, and I was just like, my with, God, with this is fucking awful. Doll. It's so bad, dude. dude and then the doll washes up on shore afterwards, and they're on the beach. It's like... I guess I don't have a problem separating the fact that it's fictional from what's going on in the world at large. So, so yeah, so on in that scene, Queen Maeve is trying her hardest to at least take the little girl with her to save someone. Oh, so sad. And Homelander says, no, they have to all die. Yeah, and she'll snitch. Fuck. She'll snitch. And she's as powerful as she is, she still can't compete against him. And so she just has to, once again, just be crushed and accept this loss as another part of the life and just leave everyone on there to die. Which is crazy because at that point, I mean... You, you're not sure if she's an asshole or not, but you do start... Is that what you're getting at? That you see like a shred of her... You finally do see that shred of humanity that she has left in her kind of try to show itself That's again. what I'm saying. You you get the sense that, yeah, there is goodness in her, but you also understand... I, I think that is like... A lot of that shows, but then it's just immediately canceled out by everybody's fear of Homelander in this show. But it's also... is that I mean, is that not a good metaphor for... Standing up against evil power anywhere. Um, yeah, and her fear. I also think be, when you learn about her relationship with the woman, I can't remember her name. Elena? Yeah, that might be. Oh, it. Her, her girlfriend? I think it yeah. might be Elena. Yeah, it's Elena like at, of Avalor. At first, at least to me, it seems like she's just ashamed of being in a gay relationship because she doesn't want to lose her spot in the seven. And and mm-hmm. it seems a little more of like a she doesn't want to lose her power, but then you find out it, like she does genuinely love this woman, and she's like, I just can't let anyone know because Homelander will kill you. Yeah, and so she's just been living in fear because of this psychotic man who is, you yeah. know, chosen to have a, a liking for her, so she can't be herself and have an open relationship with anyone let alone this specific woman, because he's a mm-hmm. psycho and he'll kill her. I want to delve more into uh, Maeve's relationship stuff um, a little later. Yeah, but... I was going to say, we can talk about, because I also think the way the organization handles her mm-hmm. relationship is oh, also so very fucked up. But we can save yes. that for later, because I know that we will definitely have a lengthy uh, conversation. Talk about capitalism? About capitalism, exactly. So oh, I'll save it for that. It. God, we always... It's because it's the only thing that fucking matters, John, okay? Well, the, and this show is a lot about that. It is, that. yeah. It's it, the it point of this show. It's not just the point of this show. It's, the, yeah. it's life. It's our whole fucking lives. Oh, God. Yeah. We were Sexy just discussing, Matt? all right, probably while we are already recording, about how you're slaving away at two jobs, John. That's fucking true, bro. Literally just so I can get out of here to a, to a place that's a little less capitalistic. Yeah, yeah Canada. Yeah. A little more socialist, you know? I already found out some great things about Canada. Like what? Their, uh, their abuse of the indigenous peoples that live there? Legalized weed, legalized uh, marijuana, uh, legalized Wait, you're gonna uh, start prostitution. Smoking weed? You would never smoke or sleep with somebody for money. <laughs> Wait, they have legalized prostitution? Or sleep prostitution? with anybody else besides your They have your legalized wife. prostitution. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. John, no, but I'm John saying... might sleep with someone for money, but he would never pay someone to sleep with them. We find no, out that that's the only that's reason right. John actually wants to go to Canada is to smoke some weed and have sex with and prostitutes. Become a pro- oh, oh, I was going to say we... become a prostitute. Oh, yeah, shit. I was going to say, you okay. could just start an OnlyFans oh. in America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Facts. my OnlyFans has been taken off. That's what I was. That's my fourth job is OnlyFans. Jesus. Damn, why didn't, you, um, why didn't you tell us? We'd subscribe, help a homie out. 
It's all it's all just booty pics. I would not subscribe my, my to booty. that. Just putting it out there. What? That's Why fucked not? up, dude. <laughs> That's your, that's your he won't support our uh, nude maid service that we're offering uh, him. I'm true. not going to support oh, his That is that. actually kind of true. That's sort of fucked. <laughs> socks, cocks. Wait. Yeah, socks, and socks and cocks, baby. Oh, wait. but Not cocks there was in a... socks. Socks, cocks, and mops? It, it, it could be both. Socks, honestly. cocks, and mops. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this With is not rocks. us disparaging anybody who works in the service slash sex industry or the combination of the two. And there's absolutely nothing right. wrong with I think with that. it's not good at all. that Canada, uh, Canada allows that. It's better than uh, illegalizing it and, and you know forcing it underground and causing... There's a lot of other issues. Yeah, underground nude maid services. <laughs> it's truly <laughs> the fucking bane of the first world. Holy fuck. Yep. Well, right, so what does Matt, that leave us? Matt Sin. Um, I like Frenchie. Frenchie. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. it. Okay. Matt? All right. All right. You like Frenchie? Cool. My turn? Yep. I have no next. fucking idea who I'm picking. So You've been talking a lot about Homelander. I, I say you should I go for it. I fucking hate Homelander. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> But is he a good character? I know I will win this podcast at the end of it if I pick Homelander. I know oh, I, I thought you were going to say no matter who you pick. Well, oh, okay. I mean, got the true. Um, no, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? I will argue for Homelander. And we'll talk about all the other characters that I would would rather pick and just talk about so that I won't have to say Homelander's name so much tonight. But <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Homelander. I think he is the best character. And uh, and that's where we'll leave give... it and we'll talk about it in a little all right. bit. Uh, I, yeah. You, all right, you don't want to give any, You're gonna pull any a introduction? I mean, do, you, do, you, do I need to? If you've, are you listening to this podcast and have you seen the show Homelander? No. Not neither. Yeah. I've neither listened to any parts Not of this podcast nor seen the Not only does everybody in the entire <laughs> world fear Homelander, but 99% of them think he is Jesus. They think he's a great person. Oh, yeah. Damn, that sucks. He controls Vought. Less well, than he true, thinks actually. he does, we, less we than he out. thinks he does, but... Yeah, we find out that that's actually not oh, the yeah. case at all. I love when the other dude bitches him around. Yeah, um, uh, I can't remember. Stan uh, Edgar? Edgar, yes. Um, Giancarlo? Yeah. Yes. Yes, dude. Less than he thinks he does, but also more than everybody who is with Vought thinks he does. It's funny that the only thing that's stronger than Homelander is capitalism. Yes. I mean, that's it, by, literally, that's like, it literally created him. It so. created him and it controls him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I actually feel bad for Homelander. Ugh. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, this dude was... Born, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, injected right. into drugs, la- raised right. in a lab. All he wants is a mother and a father. And I mean, fuck, it really fucks him up, dude. Like, no, this I was gonna is say, fuck, because you, you, you might win this podcast now. Actually, I just remember fucks his background him story. Up, and that is why he is how he is. God, you're right. Damn it, um, he's a good character. Shit, and I fucking hate him. Like, I yeah. hate him. He, I've never ever hated somebody on tv as much than, as uh, i hate homelander it's worse than joffrey or ramsey i fucking like, hate homelander more yeah, than joffrey probably. because joffrey literally can't cut the world in half in 30 yeah, seconds yeah joffrey can't back it up also bro. joffrey is still a kid yeah we make a lot of concessions for kids don't we <laughs> here's the argument there homelander at the same age as joffrey was in the show could literally just destroy in, like the entire world. If yeah, you imagine to. Joffrey with that power. It's horrifying. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The dude can't be killed. I mean, it's said in the show. I forget uh, what's her name that runs uh, Vought in the first season. Yes. I mean, she says it when anybody argues against it. They have thrown every weapon they could at Homelander, and nothing's been able to stop them. I mean, nothing that's can my, stop this guy. That's my only and argument. It's the same argument against if you did a DC episode and you fucking hate Superman because he's all exactly. powerful. However, though, I, 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 Bran, you know, I agree with you on but that. But it's right? what causes the conflict, obviously. Yes, if he could well, be defeated, also, then, you know, everyone wouldn't have to live in fear. Correct. Right. But I, and I, I hate it in Superman, but when it's a villain, it makes it it's more interesting. Nuts. I think. And it's, and this is the bigger thing is nobody knows he's a villain. But it also Besides leaves the you boys. hopeless. Like, even as a viewer, I'm like, how do they get out of this shit? Well, the only way. There's no way um, to. That's the problem. There's oh, no um, way to get out of it. Madeline Stillwell was his handler on the first season. Madison Stillwell. Yeah. Okay, cool. Madeline Stillwell. She's the one that that uh, was pumping oh, breast milk, God. and he was uh, beginning of the second uh, season. He's just he like caught in the up. office drinking it out of the bottle. No, that he's sticking his tongue into well, the bottle. Also, he well, hired what, what, he hires the uh, shapeshifter guy to turn into her. I was yeah, gonna dude, talk yes. about. That. I think that's something to talk about a little bit later though, so in, in the podcast. I mean, this so show, terrifying. we're going to be talking about this for a while. There's so many fucked up things. And Homelander right. causes most of them. Uh, so that's why I'm arguing for Homelander. Also, can, I just want to point out that in both episodes that Matt has been on, he's chosen a character that sympathizes with Nazis. Uh, <sighs> Fuck you. I just want to well, throw that out there. I mean, I'm Don't, not making any right, implications. I just want to acknowledge that. So far, well, you've thrown <laughs> out that I'm a Nazi sympathizer and my brother has thrown out that... <laughs> I uh that other weird that shit you, with the you deep. Think Starlight uh, is a two. I'm Jesus a good man. Right? I didn't want to pick Homelander, but Matson forced me to when he didn't pick him. Oh, oh, I'm so in it to win so it, baby. Fault. I'm in it. it to win it. If you cut that out of the podcast, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> be on your next fucked up superhero podcast. <laughs> <laughs> next alternative, uh, yeah, superhero podcast. <laughs> The shapeshifter guy. Um, I don't know. Chameleon, don't, maybe. I think his name is. Cha- no, Chameleon, Chameleon is the guy who uh, actually gets the V to Starlight. Yes. Um, no. That's Chameleon. Is his name Chameleon? Yeah. I want to say yes. Because he can get his. Because he lets people pay him to cut off his body parts in that yes. hotel okay. room. So the side characters in the show are so amazing. So and good. that's one of them. No. The, so the, uh, the, the guy who changes into people is doppelganger yes doppelganger and man he is such a like gross freaking person and um so gross that Why? like how they use him um just gross he's about gross. any of the things that he's doing he's like i'm fine, I mean, I'm fine with all that stuff honestly as long as they're both consenting I mean, who cares well that's yeah, the thing he, ra- he rapes that politician yeah, they right? use him I mean, for blackmail and shit it's gross um, I think the other guy's name is Gecko, the guy who lets oh, people Gecko. chop off his Gecko. hands. Yeah. Yes, Gecko. What Gecko. a, what a was so many good characters. But no. a um, like a big piece in this show actually getting the V to Starlight. Yes. was huge. But and that's what I was gonna say about Starlight before about like morally, what will she do when she meets with Gecko after taking a picture Stop of him? Stop saying Gecko, uh, dude. I hate it. Okay, when she meets with uh, with the guy who who allows people to chop off his limbs. Wait, for are payment. you talking about Gecko? Yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking of Gex. Do you guys know what I'm talking about when I say Gex? I can't remember. Uh, I don't Gex. have any idea. Gex is a Gecko that was in a PlayStation game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. I, just, um, I just can't get it out of my brain now. So anyway, uh, she meets with him, and you're like, you know, Starlight, like you know who she is, and so you're like, huh? Can she handle the situation? 
because he gets really pissed at her and he's like, uh, you know, says something and then she blackmails him. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't expect her to blackmail him. Like, I didn't know she was on that level yet. And so she, her, she, you know, she's being driven to different lengths than her character would have been driven to, you know, episode one, episode two. Like every episode, I feel like she adapts to what what she's experiencing to survive while still i think being a good character because then another situation where i wasn't sure what she was going to do is whenever um a train has that heart attack and i was like dude she should leave him i was like she should leave him to die Mm. that solves all their problems but she saved him i do feel bad for a train uh, a little bit i mean huey a train is kind of sad yeah a train's situation is really unfortunate a train dude oh he also blows of the show the first two minutes of the show I don't know. He murders man. Huey's girlfriend, and he murders not his own. Not only does he run well, one through... is manslaughter, so let's let's not get that confused. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. He willingly murders his own girlfriend. Correct. Well, yeah. Yes. No, that part is for the, no. All I the mean, stuff that leads up to that point in his life is just kind of the dude. Is and see, all what about I was himself. saying about Maeve not wanting to lose her status—that's just actually how he is. It's all just because he wants to stay in the seven. It's all about yes. himself. Well, it's because he has a fear of regressing back into poverty that he once came from, right? Which no, is a very real when thing. You, okay, well, I, I mean, you're not going to so, go from being a superhero to being on the streets, like just because but, you're not. But he is, though. No, that's like well, literally the whole debt. point. He's uh, because six he has figures poor in spending debt. habits, and yeah, yeah. When Huey joins up with Butcher after he convinces him to, and he's going to plant the bug in Vought. Yes, they're in that meeting, and Atrian comes in there. And it's almost like he has no idea who this guy is. Like, he doesn't give yes. a shit. And as a matter of fact, he doesn't know who he is. He has when no he sees regrets him at all. They're insects. At yeah, they're his insects. girlfriend's house, he literally sees him walking out. And he just they're, they're looks him in the eyes yeah. and says, "Yeah, I forget what he says, but he just keeps going. He does not remember him. But why would he remember him? Yeah, everybody... Humans are insects to them. The, they're they're if, uh, if they're you're gods. really a god, yeah, correct. There's no reason for you to remember anything about yes, yeah. a lesser being. The only way I can sympathize with A Train is that he's addicted to V. I mean, he's addicted yes. to drugs, and maybe yeah. that causes some of the things he does. But he is definitely self centered, and that's all he cares about, even without the V. You know, um, the uh, greatest actor of all time. Uh, Haley Joel Osment also makes a brief uh, stint on the show. Yeah. Mesmer. I was going to mention him. Mesmer. Dude, dude literally retired as a as a preteen because he was so Mesmer. good. But he came back out of retirement to play Mesmer on two episodes. <laughs> he's, done, he's, he's been doing no, a few things as an adult. He was uh, in Entourage the movie. Also, he's still, like the, he's still the voice the of Sora in Kingdom Hearts. Yes, correct. That's true. Yeah. Um, also, uh, fucking, what's it called? Uh, dude, dude from... Uh, Dude that played Iceman on X Men played Lamplighter. Are you sure yeah. that was him, or he is played, it his twin Lamplighter. brother? He does have a twin brother. Are you he sure? It, are you sure it's him, or is it his, his twin brother? brother is in Locking Key. Is definitely <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle playing. <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. Malcolm we're not in the middle, even joking. No, what? Wait, what? Hold on, I'm looking right now. I'm trying to find it. Uh, Sean Ashmer. Ashmore. Sean Ashmore. Yeah, he's an X Men. He's an X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure that's the one? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of his twin brother in Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> he was, check it out, he was the star of the 2005 adaptation of, of Earth Sea. Oh, he was also in Animorphs as Jake. Uh, I mean, guys, he was in Mother's Day and Hatchet too. Like, okay, this guy Iceman is indeed also Lamplighter. Okay, thank God. Damn. He, so he can but play him What all. I'm trying to say though is, you guys can shit on A Train all you want, but basically. 
I think that if you are a part of the seven, you're probably just a piece of shit. I agree, That's but I'm, what I'm saying is that he, I feel yeah. like he has no redeeming qualities. What about Starlight and Maeve, though? We're trying to exactly. argue that they're better people. I think that Starlight might be a little different because it's the immediate pivot, right? When she arrives, she immediately realizes that there's a problem, and then she works to rectify the oh, problem. Yeah, it's, and pretty quickly it's after It, it happens basically instantly. Yeah. Uh, Maeve is like one of those people who I feel like... You know how like when you just let bad things happen? I mean, you're just as guilty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But going so, back to the know. plane scene, at least... When she lets someone die, I see remorse. Yeah. When no, she A-train, hates. When A Train turns a lady to dust, he's just like, "Oh shit, I got somewhere to be," and runs off. Yeah, but doesn't that make it even worse to, when you juice. realize that like you have an ethical and moral obligation and you still go against that? Whereas A Train is just instinctually motivated by like you know, no, his own it's, not worse. No. it's not worse. She, no. she I would say it's the system. most outspoken against capitalism. I would expect you not to side with A Train's motives. I'm not siding with any. I'm just saying they're all. Well, and here's shit. the thing: is later on, <laughs> I, I say they're all equally. And A Train doesn't have as much of a direct fear of Homeland's uh, punishment but, that Maeve does. I'm just saying they all have the but, same amount of equity in point. the. In the, in the bad stuff that's happening. So like, they're all standing by and letting it happen. So they're all just as responsible. Let me say something guilty. real quick about, about A-Train though, uh, Matt, is that he's also a victim of capitalism because like you Correct. said, he grew up in poverty. Exactly. So he, he doesn't have as much, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't have the position and status that Maeve has. You know, A-Train too, but- literally saves the world in the end of that show. Takes all of the info that, uh, what is the uh, oh. Scientology cult? Uh, what's it called in this show? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's the whatever. one who finds all of the info on. But he does that um, out of spite, right? Yeah. On once again, it's just so because he can get into the seven. It's just because but, he's trying to get in the seven, exactly. But, but my that point is, stops I, Compound I V from John is going into circulation. Right. He is both a proponent of capitalism, but only because he's been victimized by it. Right. He grew up in poverty. Yeah. He. Um, used these essentially, right? It's just analogous to to performance enhancing drugs. To get to the top of his athletic career and then transition into he becomes a more... addicted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's just. I mean, he doesn't have anything to fall back on in society either. When you think about right. it realistically, is when the, he's the, done, he's done. When he's done, he's done. He's just another. You know, he's just a black guy on the street. I streets. still feel like it's also the status and not just the money, because when they're letting it's him possible. go, it's not like okay, you're cut off. Figure out your own life. It's like here's a very good retirement. And he's um, like, true. nah, fuck that. Well, regardless, the, my point is that I, I think it's honestly worse to know that there are bad things happening and to feel conscionable about them and not act upon them than to yeah. be a person who is unmotivated by stuff like that and not act against but it. But in the end, you know Maeve what? does help the good guys. That That's is true. She does make a transition, which is, I think, good. You know, I do but, love that scene too. But the thing oh, is, so in. fucking good. The thing is, though, is I don't know, man. Like you're the last one to jump on the train. You're I, like what a German when, scientist that's switching when, sides because you you see things going the but, other way. But check it out, check it out. So Maeve does jump in at the end with that whole fight, Komiko and Stormfront. I mean, she Fire, saves is, them. I love that. She scene. She saves them. Yeah, I love that scene. But also, yeah, and she also is the reason that Homelander doesn't just kill them all. Yep. Because true. she mm-hmm. she has the blackmail on him. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Which that's the only way you can defeat heroes in this world, and it, it seems just, to happen a lot. Yeah. Is just by assassinating no, their characters. The, only, the, only, the <laughs> only thing that can stop Homelander 
speaking of egos, yeah, that guy has the to biggest not fucking go ego, down bro. points in the public. Yeah, that guy. Yes. That guy, that's all that he cares about. Badly, and yeah, Which going back him... to the capitalist structure of the superhero organization, their their public image is everything. Oh, it's all PR. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's why it's insane that even though Homelander is the most powerful being on the entire planet. He's still just controlled mm-hmm. by uh, well, and I and I think Giancarlo's character, Stan Edgar. Right. Stan Edgar just just schools him like they meet up right for lunch, and he just shits all over Homelander. Yes, but I and I think it goes back to him never being loved. He wants love. He wants the world to love him because he never had that before. But the thing is, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's what he cares about the most. I mean, he's super right, fucked he's up, a, and he'd do an anything to get there. He's he's, fucking he's there's insane. something with him that's also just bad. It's not you can't just blame everything else too, but yeah. I mean, Stan Edgar's also could have been a great choice for best character, but the problem is, is we don't know enough about yeah, him. I think. Yeah, but he is good. I, I think he's but gonna have a bigger he, role. But dude, forward, I mean, fuck I that. But that dude, but dude, literally is, knows yeah. what is is pretty much ran by Stormfront at that point, and he yes. knows what her mission is, and it's to raise up white no. superheroes to take over the world and kill yes. every other race. He yeah, he knows. But he is like ultra capitalist. He's like, man, I don't care about racism. I don't care about any of this stuff. I care about the bottom line. Like that's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude brings Starfront into the seven. He's the reason she comes in. Yeah, I think he's completely unafraid of what she's gonna no, do because he is not afraid of yeah. anybody. Yeah. It's crazy. That dude has big fucking balls, dude. He really does. Like he Homelander comes in there and threatens him, and he basically tells Homelander that he's a fucking idiot for letting um for letting uh Compound V get out. And he tells Homelander, Homelander's like, I'm your best asset. And he said, no. Uh, v is Compound asset, V, Compound yeah, exactly. v is our asset. We can just make another. It's, it's so insane, Ooh. dude. And then, um, and then you find out that he's even more powerful because in the end you find out that his agent is the one blowing up everyone's fucking heads. No, that shit is wild. That person is an agent of, of Stan Edgar, I'm pretty sure. You're talking about the congresswoman? Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's basically, she's doing his bidding, right? So Stan Edgar is very talking, powerful. You're telling me it's just a metaphor for how corporations control our politicians? Oh, yes. Yes. God dang, man. Um, but yeah, Stormfront, the fact that Stormfront is like sort of the origin of these heroes and of Compound V and stuff, like her husband was the Oh, yeah, the definitely guy. tied in. Vought. That's insane. Her husband was bought. <laughs> her husband was bought. Yeah, like that whole thing. And that the reason, like the real reason that they came up with it was to create a super race. Like Jesus Christ, dude. Like that's some insane shit you, right you there. You got to tie it all the way back. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that's and, a and good I, point of origin too. I and the good. other thing that I, I think gives her character points is that she is not the same in the comics. It's a guy mm-hmm. and it's not even the same character at all. Like it's What it's I'm telling similar. you is that, trust me, dude, the show is much better than the comics in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Thing. Like I think that's cool that it's a, it, she's an invention of the show. I think that's mm-hmm. what we're, we're talking about the show here, right? We're talking about season one and yeah, two. Yeah, we're definitely. Yes. Who's, who writes this show? Because they're good, man. I know the comic was written by the same dude who did Preacher, right? I think you're right, yeah. But dude... Which is funny because I'm never watching that and you always suggest that. Oh, Preacher's so good. Um, It is a good show. (laughs) But uh, Stormfront, dude, her whole story is so good because it's like on the fucking pulse of what is going on in America today. It's so scary. I wonder if it was like a little bit too... That was too... It was too real. Yeah. It was just basically lifting it directly from the... Uh, most contemporary version of like alt right. No, the, the rallies Stormfront yeah. Homelander are literally Trump rallies. Well, she's also scary <laughs> because when she Let's first just not comes about in. That guy anymore. So check. So, so listen, Stormfront, like she she comes in, and this is the part. This is why I was thinking about picking her is because she comes in, and at first you you like her because she's like 
fuck Vought, fuck all this image stuff. I'm going to be myself. And like, she even tells Homelander to go fuck himself. And you're like, whoa. Like, I, I did and, not and like her at all. And I'll Starlight, tell you why. Starlight's like looking up to her like, man, I wish I could say the things you're saying. And, and she's then- <laughs> like this. And yeah. And then you find out that she, I mean, what a perfect political persona that like, she makes you think that she's this great person, but then she starts to twist into this other thing, this like nationalism and this yeah. racism and stuff. Yeah, then, it's, then you see her kill it's so well done. Kimiko's brother. She also yeah, kills that <sighs> uh, white white genocide. Yeah. Oh, oh god, no. she says white genocide yeah. to the boy. Yeah, I she tells that, that boy about it. Oh my god. Oh, so it's the bad. worst line ever. It's so it hurts. It's just it. like it's the, so the Watchmen line that you love. Yes, that yeah. Watchmen line is so hardcore, yep, yep, dude. Yep, yep, yep. I think that was also one cool thing about the interaction between uh, Stan Edgar and Homelander. Yeah, because he he specifically mentions about how he as a black man. Yeah, he he's like why? Yeah, he yeah. can't afford to be the type of person that Homelander is because that's just not. Ah, who's no, he, that he's was a talking good line. to yeah. Butcher at that time. Oh, when to he Butcher. Says that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no. Butcher meets yeah, him same, to yeah, make yeah, the absolutely. deal to save his wife, and so mm-hmm. that Vought can take the kid away because it's their own contingency plan against Homelander. The only person who may be able to beat him in the future is his son. Maeve, also another time that Maeve saved them is uh, when oh, yeah. Starlight His gets captured allergy. and she's just getting the shit beat out of her by Noir trying to escape. Yeah, and she, she just and uh, grabs yeah, a payday insane. and shoves well, yeah, it in pe- Noir's it's, uh, mouth. It's because right? he's allergic to almonds, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of the uh, line where Homelander is shitting on every single member of the Seven except for Black Noir. He turns to Black Noir and says, you're doing good. That's true. <laughs> That's that is true. beginning. <laughs> But to be but fair, sh- Black Noir is out of all of the seven, the only one 100% dedicated. Effective. Yeah, and the most effective, even over home. And he doesn't speak, and he, yeah, right. exactly. But the, there has to be something going on with him, right? Uh, Definitely something in the future is going to be explained. He's in the hospital right now, and that's where it's left it. Can we yeah. please talk about the deep? I was about to say Dude, the deep. I, Can okay, we so talk the deep about the is, deep? I think, a lot like A-Train, but... Nah, I don't. no, because they're both shitheads that they try to make you feel bad for, but they're such assholes. I don't ever that... feel bad about him. Why? The deep. So the deep is I was just thinking, pathetic. I was thinking comparably like Game of Thrones. Yeah, the Game thing... of Thrones. It, it reminds me of what they're trying, like what they did with Reek. Oh, except what's funny about it is the show is actually not trying to redeem the deep. They they still Absolutely shit on not. every yeah. even yeah. Bro, the whale like, scene is so absurd. <laughs> The whale scene. <laughs> no, he gets, so he, he definitely gets pushed off his like uh, no, humor towards I, the. I the legit season. thought that the whale scene was going to be like his redemptive moment, no. and it was so no, he, funny and yeah, stupid. Yeah, he becomes oh, just comic dude. relief. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Yeah, it's so funny. No, but I mean, him um, and Adrian are just in direct contention to get back on the seven, right? Yeah, and they use yeah. kind of similar means. I also love how he. Um, how he's going through like a Tom Cruise Scientology the thing. The Church like, of the just, Collective. The Church of the Collective. It's so yeah, that's fucking what it is. weird, dude. I hate it. Uh, do you want to fresca? The, the fresca. The fresca conditioning thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just their thing? Is just that frescas. like a Scientology joke that I don't get? I, no, I don't know. it is literally just a thing. I'll never feel sorry for the deep. Um, but you can no feel sympathy for A Train a little bit. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, the sexual assault is just the way. You're it's too much. Sexual it, assault is not as bad as murder or manslaughter. That's wild. Well, he had to kill that bitch. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, is that yeah, that woman had to die. It makes me feel more uncomfortable. I I agree that 
like uh, you know, sexual assault and stuff makes me more uncomfortable than direct murder. But I only okay. think it's because I've been conditioned to think that way. Oh no, it is definitely us um, being desensitized for all that shit. I guess the the girl that he murdered was also not a great person either. She like crushed a dude's fucking skull with her vagina. So whoa, I mean gosh. that was an accident. She but, was orgasming, yes. John. You can't put that on her. She was also yeah, on v. She was on manslaughter. It's not murder. That okay, was consensual sex, and then it just yeah. re- resulted in an oh, okay. accident. So if I get high on drugs and kill somebody, it's just manslaughter. It's whatever. I mean, it it's depends on if you're yeah. coming not at saying the same you're time. Innocent. I'm just saying intent is important here, John. All right. I'm just saying, isn't it kind of interesting how you're the, able to feel a little bit of sympathy worse. for a train, but not for the deep? I think they're. I think they're different types of pathetic, and I. I, I feel a sim a sliver of sympathy for the for A-train. Oh no, the sliver. deep is worse. They're both horrible. I don't like I, the I, deep I would argue more. that they're equally bad. But that's just my own personal thing. I have one more side character that I can think of to well, mention. Last thing I want to say about A Train and the Deep is while I yeah. think that A Train's problems, uh, the root of all his issues come from capitalism and his rise from poverty and all of his rise through the social circles uh, therein, right? He reaches the top, but then he, he has to fall at some point because that's his apex. But for the Deep, it has nothing to do with any of that stuff. And I think it's more about just his own ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, and self-acceptance because he For has sure. none of the other societal pressures that A-Train has to face. Well, it's it's his insecurity. He well, what, that's hates what I'm his you, own You're not gills. allowed to have – what I'm trying to say is, yes, you can face uh, things like insecurity and self-image issues and stuff like that. But it's more of a superficial issue than right, like well, being what, on the streets, being able to find like your next meal and things like that. Well, right? he talks about it though. So he says uh, he was made fun of all the time he was growing up for having these gills on his chest. Uh, and people just thought he was the shittiest of the seven because all he could do is talk to fish, in quotations. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's really just a joke is, about how Aquaman, Aquaman is yeah, He is yeah. absolutely he shit dolphins. on. To be and, fair, though, Aquaman has been taken back recently. Aquaman's oh, no, Aquaman is badass now. Since, since, I would argue since Justice League. Since the I'm animated limited. series, yeah. Yeah. I've I've um, been on the Aquaman train for sure. And I actually one of my like I like the scene where he I think he smokes like ayahuasca or something like that and he starts <laughs> and he talking to his, to his gills. gills and his gills yeah. are Patton played Oswald by Patton yes. Oswalt. <laughs> I fucking love that. And he's just like yeah, and then he gets over that insecurity there. Um I but do I don't know if he gets over it. I don't know personality for sure. I think A Train is more used as a device for the plot, whereas they. Ex- oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, A Train just... in the end literally saves the world. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> okay. Um, the deep is just shit on, and not only that, A Train gets back in the seven in the end, and the deep is then shit on by the. What I'm saying is maybe we're less interested in the struggles that uh, are portrayed by A Train because we don't have any background in those sorts of things. Like struggles uh, with addiction to uh, drugs or I struggles don't with know poverty what you mean, and things bro. that sort of <laughs> I have struggled through some of those things and i can connect on those but i also don't have superpowers and i haven't killed anybody, <laughs> so. yeah, you're not indestructible you can't uh swim at the speed of fucking i mean they drugs they fucking completely change you uh that's the only yeah. thing that yeah. i would compare why a train in my mind is better to the deep is that they fucking turn you into a, a completely different person that's what i'm saying you're a that's whole true, new man. person and in the end a train saves the day man but I'm wondering if it the compound V, like I said, you say, I think it's altering everybody's. I mean, clearly it is, right? It's fucking yeah. up everybody's psyches in some way or another. Uh, yeah, like yeah. making it more susceptible to radicalization in or some suggestion. way or another. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, uh, another 
small side character. Well, we need to talk about the boys. We haven't even talked much about the boys. I'm so surprised. We haven't heard anything about Frenchie. We haven't even talked about boys. Mallory either. Have it we? makes no sense to me. Mallory's amazing, the... but yeah, I do love the character. I think Mallory is one of the coolest side characters. Who's Mallory again? Uh, she is the starter of the boys. The she's the one who started. Oh, the, yeah, the CIA came person. The CIA, yeah. She thought Who's, he was uh, she's very cool. Grandchildren were burned by lamplighter because of Jesus. Yeah, uh, because Frenchie left to Fucked go up. save his friend who was overdosing. Who was his best also friend overdosing on drugs. Yeah, we'll and talk then, about that when yeah. we talk about Frenchie, though. But let's um, talk about him. Well, let me just mention one more side character that I, I. It's one of my favorite. So one of my favorite scenes is uh, when that assistant she comes in and introduces Homelander to a possible new seventh member oh, since the, the deep's gone. Oh, shit. And it's, it's blind spot. Oh, and uh, he really does some impressive things. Just Jesus, Homelander. Bro. Homelander praises him and then goes, you know, can I ask you a question? What if somebody did this and just fucking claps blasts him? And now you're drums. just like every other blind man in the world is what he says. Yes. Yes, and he goes, I can't believe you would try to put a cripple on the seven. That like, shit was oh, that so shit true, is, It's so fucked. I thought that shit, that was, it was bad. That was not good. <laughs> it that was, was another yeah. scene where it's like, that just hurt me. Yeah, I, yeah it's, I don't it's very painful. I mean, we already know that that character is brutal. But Do we not really need that? Like, that. That's so another insane. scene where, like we were talking about earlier, how does none of this shit get out? Because this dude had to be mm-hmm. telling people, like, hey, I'm going to go try out for the seven. Like, they called me in. I might be in the seven right now. Who would believe him? And then him? he just comes back and his fucking head is smashed in. Like he who can't would believe hear. him, though? I mean, it, it doesn't matter who believes him because anybody of, who doesn't Vought, believe him gets paid off. So Vought would be able to cover up any sort of things like that's that. so true, man. But that's the thing. How many times, even when people uh, sign these uh, NDAs. Non-disclosures. Uh, like, they will talk about it eventually. It's well, like let me the put it this people way. Think that of all the sh- Stormfront uh, killed. This all the literal use of child slavery by corporations that are like favorite brands across American households. Yeah, Nike, you hear about that Adidas. shit all the time in the news, but yeah. nobody can do anything. reference specific points or things like that. And no, at the end of the day, nobody fucking cares, dude. So I was literally just talking to Brandon recently about how Nestle is getting sued over um, accusations of uh, slavery in various parts of the world. And like, who cares? Nothing's going to come out of it. They're going to continue to use and utilize like their forms of slavery or indentured servitude or whatever, and then the globe's going to keep fucking spinning. Uh, and bro. then like, it nobody, lands on if we do care, every, but what the fuck can we do? And then if you don't do in, anything, then everybody in Hollywood knew that Harvey Weinstein was exactly like, that's what I'm saying. These things happen in the real world, so it's people, not actually yeah. that unbelievable. That's a, I think that's an excellent yeah. point. So um, you just got to like you know there are real life examples of that shit happening. And think of all the stuff that we haven't heard of because no, this nobody is talked. Also, why this show is so good is it connects on the real shit that's fucking going on in the world, like capitalism, racism. Yeah. Uh, it's like a superhero thing that actually makes you assault. think about stuff. It, it, yeah, and not only it's like put into superheroes, it's so it makes it extreme and it shows like these extreme cases, but this fucking happens constantly. All of these things yeah. that this show. Well, is I on. think similar to the Watchmen HBO series, I think yes. it's not that superhero uh, stories are necessarily the most convenient. I just think it's what's popular right now. And so people right. are choosing to use that as the medium through which they want to transmit their messages. Right. So, um, so Matt, do you want to tell them about the difference between mother's milk in the comics and in the show? Cause there's some weird shit going on there. Oh, so one of the primary differences, and this is not even a plot thing. And I think I've told Brandon about this also. So Matt, why is his name? 
Oh, well, no, that that is terrifying. I'm just going to leave that because they might put in the show, which would be scary beyond all. Why would they? Because it's absurd. But I think they kind of took it and gave it to Homelander, the the milk thing. Yes. So in the comic books, um, well, let's talk about the show first. In the show, they never come into direct confrontation with the supers if they can help it. Because they'll just get their asses yes. blasted, right? Mm-hmm. They're just weaker. Um, they're slower. They're less sturdy. Uh, there's only one incident where there uh, are the th- are the girls that manage to overpower a Stormfront and kill it, right? Mm-hmm. But in but those, the book, those are superheroes. Exactly. But in the book, they often like once per volume minimum they get into direct confrontations, like full blown, uh, like uh, teams, like the Brawls. boys versus the seven. Uh, and in order to do that, they inject themselves via, like with A-Train does, with v? Compound V. Yeah, oh, it gives Jesus. them powers. You know it gives correct. them temporary powers. It gives them powers. You're telling I was me actually... with as much as Butcher hates soups, he's using Compound V? I mean, he, he would literally do anything he it would take to defeat Correct. I think Homelander. it's how a diamond can only cut but, a diamond size. But Compound V is different in the books. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, you can talk about the mother's milk a little bit, but I just every time I think about it, I get the image of that Cthulhu esque fucking creature into my mind and I just it's so fucking horror inducing. Sounds nuts. Doesn't he doesn't he drink his mother's milk? Isn't Correct. that why he's called? That's yeah, why he like, he's drinks his milk? mom's. That's tit why milk, he like. is uh that they're well, basically his I guess version it's, of the It's better <laughs> than drinking somebody else's tilt milk like Homelander does. That's yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know. Either. But she's also just doesn't look like an old woman. She it has like I want to say like tentacles and shit like that, and wait, it's bad. who? Uh, mother's milk's mother. Oh, okay. The, the mother of mother's milk. There's but, a reason uh, why that dude looks so bad. about choosing mother's milk. What's what? What do y'all like about? I love him? mm. Just, so uh, what mm I love is about fucking mm, and uh, this kind of ties into Frenchie because I think there's relations between Frenchie or the Frenchman and mother's milk, and then the Frenchman and then the girl. Um. Yeah. Well, whereas the Frenchman is sort of a force of chaos, yes, and unplanned uh, inspiration, things of that sort. Yeah, exactly. Mother's Milk is the opposite side of that, where he's very much about planning, uh, and order, and doing things sort of the right way. You can even see a lot of the weird ticks and hobbies and things that he have revolve around that theme. So I, I think in the second season they show him building a lot of those small little dollhouses. Uh, yes, he's yes, very yes. much about the precision he has at the rulers, the protractors. Um, even when he's about like cleanliness, right? Yeah, it's so all I was about, say, hand about sanitizer. Like, sanitation he's OCD. And first aid. Correct. He's OCD. Um, I think it might be that, but I also, and I don't know, I might be taking this completely wrong direction just because this is where your mind has to be like in nowadays. But to be a large and imposing black dude um, in America, and even in this altered in America where that maybe not even count that much as a superhero, I think that. It's one of those things where you have to be very much in control uh, of your personhood to avoid just getting like shot to death. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he represents the part mm-hmm. of a society where you have to be very orderly and stay in such a way. And even his job, right? In his What he does in the comics versus what he does in the show I think is different. Because in the show, doesn't he run like a – like sort of like a rehabilitation or like – Like a youth center. Like a youth, yeah. like a big brother type thing? Yeah. Um. So it's – and so I think that him and Frenchie are on opposite sides well, of the I, same coin. I think he works at like I a was going to say, he has hall. to balance 
Frenchie's chaos and mm-hmm. Butcher's ruthlessness. See, here's the thing. Absolutely. You, y'all keep talking about Frenchie's chaos. Like, Frenchie's just uncontrollable and all this, but I didn't get that from Frenchie. I think that Frenchie is actually... Yes, he's addicted to drugs. Yeah, but he doesn't even well, act I'm not saying that. Insane. I mean, he also um, just makes, like, homemade well, no, weapons but, and shit. He makes but, homemade no, But hold on. That's yeah. why he's hired on into the boys is because he's so smart and he knows how to make these weapons that counteract the soups. The reason that, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mallory came after Frenchie was because he was able to stop, like, three soups in a row while robbing banks because of the weapons he made. He plans... He builds weapons, um, and yeah, he's he runs, super he runs smart. By the heart. Yeah, he's he's, more, he's definitely more. Yeah, no, I mean he's definitely smart. No, he's the most intelligent out of all. But the I wouldn't boys, say for sure. he yeah. plans. But he does not plan. But he stops. Uh, he loves Kamiko, and not only that, he tries to stop her from going to like a dark place. From he tries to save her. Yeah, I mean well, I he think dedicates himself to saving her for sure, and he does. I think he is a huge part in Kamiko really becoming who she becomes by the end of the show is because of Frenchie. He takes on like a big brother role and in the comics he speaks it. In the comics he doesn't really speak in English that much. He speaks in French a lot so it makes a lot more sense why the two of them would become like bonded and attached. Uh, because she's mm-hmm. mute, right? Yeah, I mean, he has to put in hard work to... I like where the relationship ends up but at first I found myself wondering like why is he so it's fixated weird. on her? Because yeah, he weird. found because her in a cage locked up. Yeah, that is definitely and he felt for her. And also, you find out that he kind of uses her as a surrogate replacement for his two other friends. Uh in the right? comics because is that what you're saying? No, in, that's in the show. I don't think that's, that. That's I don't ex- think that at all. I really think that Frenchie gives a fuck about everybody. He cares about people. I he does, he... but there's definitely a special relationship between. I don't think that he's replacing anybody. I literally think that he loves everybody in his life. He cares about Huey, Butcher, Kamiko, especially, M.M., uh, Mallory. He hates himself because of what he let happen to her grandkids. But he did it Mm -hmm. because he loved his best friend so much that he left to save him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. He plays by the heart. Like he was yes. given orders by his superior, but You're he right. chose to break those to go and handle something of his and own. He personal thing. And, then, and he made a mistake. And he made a mistake. And then he paid for it. Also, I love how uh, good of a job the actor does uh, with the French accent in the show. Mm-hmm. It's oh, crazy. So At first, I thought done. he was French, and I looked him up. That dude is not French. <laughs> when uh, and that girls get it done thing, uh, so fucked. Like how that became the thing. When uh, Stormfront joined with the Seven, and Bob mm-hmm. was like, oh, we're we making it about the three girls, because it was right after the sexual abuse claims and all that, it started off oh, season yeah. two. Oh, yeah, we can talk about, like, and appropriation And their girls get like, it done. Uh, oh, let's talk about Vought. Why? I think it's really interesting how they uh, talk about the appropriation of social justice causes. Like, they try to make them forward-facing, but it always ends up being very transparently corporate. It's just like any time so any big obvious. company puts, like a like, a pride flag. Oh, yeah, so that's what I was waiting to talk about with Maeve. Yeah. So it's finally revealed that she's bisexual, which she thought would ruin her career. But then... Pivot. Yeah, it flipped. Not only do they accept it, they force her to use that to market, like, inclusivity. (laughs) And she's not even gay, right? She says she's that she's bi. Yeah, she's bi, but they're like, well... Is she? We want you to be a lesbian. They they say bi that, doesn't. Uh, yeah, that's well more. As, yeah, 
Dude, that's so well, fucked. Uh, Bran, I want you to talk about You're it, right. but Bran, can you, do you remember the scene where she comes out? Doesn't Homelander reveal it? Yes. No, right. so she's getting, ro- like, uh, they're getting grilled, Maeve and Homelander, on uh, some talk show. Right? A talk oh, yeah. show on TV. Hosted by, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but she's a real life person, and they, they like, she's playing herself in this show. And she says, so these allegations have came out, and then facts have now shown that Vought is, like, 99% white. Or, you know, they yes. were given the statistics, and it was, like, 1% uh, Hispanic, 1% black, or Asian, and then like two percent black, and then like ninety-seven percent white, or whatever it is. I know those don't add up, but and then Homelander <laughs> is like, oh well, we have a train. He's black, uh, and we have women, and not only that, we have a lesbian. And Ma- and Maeve looks over at Homelander yeah. like concerned, and May and and uh, I don't remember her name, but the host says, uh, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Well, it's our Maeve here." And yeah. she's just like distraught. Just being yeah, outed. And she, she's and forced to just announce it to the world. No, she oh, yeah, doesn't yeah, even yeah. announce it. She just sits there and smiles. Yeah. And Homelander she, just talks the whole time. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, not only that, she didn't know Homelander even knew yeah, exactly. about her so girlfriend until that shock. exact moment. Well, and I think I think also the reason she's quiet is not just yeah, it's it's the embarrassment, but it's also fear because yeah, she's she, afraid yes. that Homelander's gonna yeah. kill. Because nothing Homelander hates more than just you not telling him the truth. That's true. He, oh man, dude, when he kills um the chick from the first season, yes. we we're talking about when he just blasts <sighs> her in the face Madeline, when she tells him that she's afraid of him. Madeline, something that was scary, dude. That Speaking was a scary of, moment. Uh, people well, who have lied to Homelander and gone away with it. Frenchie. So, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, what the only say? one oh, yeah. when Butcher was in the back of the van and yep. they come in fi- there because they're hiding translucent. This is when Huey becomes a killer. He kills translucent in this room, and. Uh, He's driving Homelander's the van and flying around down. <laughs> trying to find Translucent because he's been missing. And uh, he stops at Frenchie's van and Frenchie just straight lies to his face. That dude is so fucking cool as a cucumber. I would argue that he oh, was man. about to get caught because the reason it threw him off is because Frenchie just made a call to his girlfriend or whoever that chick was. I don't know if it was his girlfriend or whoever it was, but they set off a, a bomb yeah. like way far away to pull Homelander away uh, yep. yeah. while Homelander is X-raying the van about to find Butcher in the back. Yes, absolutely. But, but the thing yes. is that Homelander can detect if you're lying because he can... The heartbeat. Like, uh, yeah, the heartbeat. He can hear the micro changes in that and stuff like that. God damn. But the fact and the that only Frenchie person... does it and beamed is insane. <laughs> Who is not scared of Homelander in the entire show is Butcher, and he says Butcher to him, hates him. He's he's not scared of that's him. That's because Butcher, hates him. yeah, is fueled by pure rage, psychotic rage. Another psycho. I mean, let's fear. talk about it right now. Homelander. So it doesn't come out that he actually rapes his wife, or does it come out that they had sex and she got pregnant nope, and then it's ran rape? Away? Okay, so it is for sure rape. In the show, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She goes to Vought and they basically hide her away um, yeah. to raise her kid like a normal person. And it is and they don't tell Homelander about it because it is their. Uh, yeah. Contingency plan. A contingency plan. Yes. Is his own. I wonder son. how they knew that that would work. I mean, it doesn't work. They hoped. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying is I wonder how they knew that the genes would pass down. Uh, I don't think they did, but there was a chance and she went to them with that. Yeah, that is my other question. Like, has there never been another case of a soup 
having a child with a regular person i was thinking about that today i was like wait so all of the yeah you're telling me translucent oh wait translucent was homosexual so i guess he wasn't but um there has to be because there is over i think they say there's like 200 soups at the beginning of the show that only, right. There's only seven in the seven, but there is a lot in Vought that just aren't in the seven that they just never show, or they're random people like uh, your favorite dude, uh, Gecko, Matt. Mm-hmm. Gex. <laughs> Gex. And, you know, uh, so there has to be kids that well, are born. Oh, you know what? I guess. Soups. So all of the superheroes were American, right? Because they were controlled by Vought and distributed by. All Pretty of the much, ones yeah. that are, all of the only them ones are American, that... except for the ones that Homelander decided are going to be terrorists. So I guess maybe in yeah, that we way, also haven't talked about the, the super Oh, we're about terrorists. to fucking talk about that right now, bro. Shit. Okay, well, let's talk about Homelander since we're this kind of ties into. Let's all of it. talk about Homelander. What do you well, want to know? I, I want to know about what makes this dude well, fucking tick. What makes him so fucking scary can... every time he's on screen? What makes him right? so Cause... scary is that he is literally capable of. At any second, flipping on anybody else you see at that on in that same scene. So it's a combination of the power, right? The oh, superpowers. It is, and, he is the strongest superhero. Insanity. Period. It, it, the insanity to do right is what makes the character. Yeah, he's on edge. But the thing is, it has to be combined with the it's power nuts. because I would argue that Butcher is the other side of Homelander. Right. It's just yeah a psychotic rage. But he well, is the version that is is not powerful. Uh, I, I, I disagree with that. Homelander does mock Butcher um, in the scene where Butcher is holding uh, that woman hostage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, Madeline. I'll kill her or whatever. And uh, Homelander says, like, uh, you know, he figures out why Butcher's there. And he goes, are you serious? He's like, you're here because of emotion? Like, he, like, makes fun of Butcher. Like, you, you let that upset you and that's why you've done this. Oh, when he finds out that the whole reason that he's been after him this whole time yeah. is because of his wife? because yeah. he raped and then he raped his wife. To oh. fuck with Butcher. Well, okay, so he kills Madeline. Yeah, um, doesn't care. Which Does not is care. literally the person he loves most in the world at that moment in time. Yeah, and he continues to want a doppelganger to turn into her later. So he does love yes, her. Yes, yes. He definitely cared about her, but she lied to him one too many times. And that's what it took for him to kill her. No, but I yeah. think it's weird because he does make fun of Butcher... Saying that he's getting all emotional over it, but I feel like Homelander is one is, of the most emotional he characters. He is literally in the ran show. on emotion for yes. sure, right? Uh, and it's all the all the men on the show are very emotional. I mean, <laughs> the world is fucking ran on emotion. Period. It, it, that is what That's it true. is. I think Homelander is like uh, reactive, but I think he's making fun of Butcher for like having such a long-standing standing grudge. grudge yeah, for because like, he couldn't yeah, understand so loving something. somebody I, that much. Right. Exactly. However, also, he does. the actor that plays Homelander just really oh, he's sells. fucking good. Oh yeah, like such that a good job, face honestly. just terrifies me. But it's just oh, yeah. it's his mouth too. The way he moves his mouth when he says shit, I'm just like it's so weird. Yes. Or like when you see him clench oh, his jaw yes. and he's angry. It's yeah, scary, dude, I hate dude. that shit. I assume someone's getting laser beamed yes. because of shit. Dude, whenever he, anytime he's talking to his son, I was just like, ugh, this guy's, he's, he's a man child, like trying to raise this son. So what I'm trying to get to is that I think that's the thing that sells me on Homelander the most is that anytime he's on the screen, and I know we talked about this before, it's just immediate tension because yes, somebody could just die at any moment and there would be no repercussions. It's it's so wild. I 
stopped in the middle of the second season and until Jonathan was like, all right, watch the show again so we could do this fucking podcast. I started again is because I don't want to feel that way. And I feel that way only when no, Homelander's on the fucking screen. But like I said, it has to be a combination of the power no. and also the yes. psychoticness. Because the thing is, any of the soups could just kill a normal person. Yeah. But they lack the mm-hmm. weird psychotic ego and, and rage that Homelander has. Yeah. So it's all those things. Like, there's a bunch of things that are done so well about this character that make him just so terrifying. I don't think it's just It is fucking power. scary. Not it's, And even Stormfront herself. After, like, talking all that shit, when she first comes on the scene in the second season, eventually she actually does get scared of Homelander. You can see it. But she knows how to control him by making him yeah. need her for PR, first of all. Yeah. And not only that, sure, yeah. make him feel like he should love her. She could, is he well, psychologically weak? Is he easily manipulated? She is very, very good at convincing people of doing She things. convinces him that she could be a mother figure for the boy. Yes. That is another oh, part Oh, yeah, that was it. weird. I but, didn't like oh, that. Oh, man, what a fucked up... It's a very... It, yeah, introducing the kid to, like, a step no, dude, type situation. That, okay. Do you think... That was the part that made me so uncomfortable. Homelander yeah. loves his son? No. You don't think that he gives a fuck about him? I don't think he's capable of Do you love. Th- but I think even he when, likes when the idea of being a father. freaking out when they first took him away from his mother and he's freaking out in that he diner that and moment. he like grabs him and holds him because he knows that he's scared and takes off and he well, just goes okay. by himself. He sympathized with he I think he sympathized with him in that one moment. But I think he wants to be a father figure because he never had a father figure, which is I, a yeah, terrible reason. Yeah, I think it's just reason. that he sees himself in the kid. It's a terrible reason to be a father, though. So, like, I never had a father, yeah. so I don't have to be a father. But even then, when he goes over well. there, I mean, once he learns he has a son, he's immediately in that kid's life. Like, he wants to be there constantly. He's just a piece of shit. He doesn't know how to be a father. But he he wants I to be— I still think it's the ego thing. It's like, yeah. that's part of me, and I only care about me. Don't you think that because he never had a father, he wants to be a good father, but— he also wants to have a son, but, and he yes, but no, cares he wants to be a father. That's all he wants is to be a father. Because look, he doesn't care what the boy wants. In in the he wants to play baseball with him. He wants to have him throw him off a build like a, a house to be a superhero. Like the kid doesn't want any of that. A good father in this situation would let the kid be with but his that's mom because he doesn't know how to be a father. Oh no, he cares about himself being that kid's father more than he cares about. That kid's mother being his mother for sure. Yeah. When dude, when whenever Stormfront comes in and they're like trying to take the kid away from the mom, that yes. I was so fucking furious. I was so upset. Yeah, because yeah, she dude. can't do anything. Well, she, she can't do anything. She's, She's literally so powerless. powerless. I mean, so powerless. Yeah. <sighs> dude. Now that shit is str- that and shit then, was some of the most stressful parts of season two. But then when mm. when Butcher comes to save her and it's like we're gonna leave the she kid. She could have fucking got out. No, but though. Butcher wanted to leave the well, kid. But he was willing to bring her. But she was right. She said, "I don't want to leave because I know you will never love him." Well, Butcher's also a psycho. I think yeah. we've established that that guy is. A- well, Butcher hates soups. That's what it is. Well, also, are you going but, to like yeah. the bastard result of a fucking rape yeah. on yeah. your wife? He fucking like, hates no. Him. I mean, he hated Starlight. He still, I would argue, hates Starlight, even though she saved him and all that. Yeah, he uses them. He's yeah. using her, not he doesn't care about her. Can we Absolutely. talk about Kamiko? I think Kamiko's cool. I don't I mean, and I, I like her story, but that's it. I mean, I don't think she's the best character, but she's the what you see on the opposite end of what's going on here in America. So yeah, she's, she's a victim, but she manages to turn the uh She's a key. 
Yeah, she turns the tables on him. One. She's the most powerful member of the boys. I love when she comes in and fucking cracks A-Train's leg in half. Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> Whenever A-Train has a Huey and his father a, in the apartment, yeah. he's like, what are you going to do? And then she just comes in and With smashes his leg. The bone pops out of his leg. And then he, but then he yeah. takes V and heals in two days. So. You but think there's too much uh, gratuitous like violence in the show? Or do you I think like it's that. necessary? I, I thought that was great. I also... Mm-hmm. I also thought it was great. The, um, I mean, the very first scene where the girl gets blown up is just horrifying, but also yeah. it's just so um, powerful, like insane. I mean, Kamiko and brutal. her brother are taken in by this terror. Komiko rips people's skin off their faces. Yeah, because yeah, they deserved scary. it. <laughs> I don't um, know if anybody deserves that, but maybe. You think there's a reason they chose to make an Asian woman uh, mute? Well, she talks. Uh, doesn't she talk in the end? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying, right? You got, you know what I'm getting at here. Oh no! I've seen those criticisms. Well, I'm like, <sighs> I saw I mean, criticisms about her character and the the ghost in Umbrella Academy. Yes, oh, the Asian yeah. dude. And oh. the complaint was, yeah, why why are Asians always these like uh, spiritual you know, background advisors, characters or, yeah. with barely in, barely any speaking roles? Uh, usually martial arts. <laughs> like, I don't get it. It is dude. cool. Well, she's yeah. not good at martial arts. She just rips people's faces. Oh yeah, sure. sure. She just tear. She's, she's just a muscle. brute. But but yeah, I, I do think there is something to be said about that. I don't know what, but you know. Yeah. A, I'm just putting it out there into the world. I'm pretty sure the actress who plays her, what else is she in? Uh let's see. She is Katana and Suicide Squad. That's it. And does uh, she talk in that? I don't I don't know either. Yeah. Not really that yeah. much, no. Um but uh I mean it is I mean it's cool that they have a signing character too though. That's that's something that you don't see in a lot of things. Um, sure, but why? I guess is my yeah. question. Does it have to be the? Well, Asian it's a one? double double whammy, double whammy diver- diversity, double whammy right there. Oh, so you just assigning as long as you focus all your. Oh, it's a triple whammy. <laughs> She's a woman. She's a woman as a well. A woman, Asian, and assigning character. So you. And I'm sure it's not done consciously, right? You, There's no way that you. That could... ticks off a lot of boxes, though, Matt. You're trying to you're trying to cast, and you have to cast <laughs> a signing character, a woman, and an Asian person. Uh-huh. If you get all three of them in one, you're good. You don't have to cast any more people. I've actually seen. Uh, also, someone, isn't it some... a made up sign language? Yeah, but it is. She they make it up uh, while they're captured by that terrorist organization. I think it's the, called the Hand of something. Hey folks, sorry to interrupt here. This is John. I uh, just wanted to say if you're enjoying the episode, stick around because at the end we will tell you who the best character is in Amazon's The Boys. And if you enjoyed the episode, please check out some of our other episodes. We recorded a Watchmen episode with Matt, as we mentioned earlier, and we've got a lot of other superhero content, including the Avengers and Batman universe, Teen Titans, as well as a lot of other really cool non-superhero topics. So subscribe to the podcast, check the other episodes out, and uh, follow us at YFCS Pod to let us know what you want to hear next. All right, let's get back to the show so we can find out who won. I grew to sympathize with Maeve, even though she is, she does seem shitty in many ways at first. Mm-hmm. But then once you see, yeah, the effect of Homelander's threats on her, as well as Vought using her life for PR. Yeah. So is she that scared? So uh, she knows that she would kill her. rather live a life like this than just die. I don't even think she she's more worried about her loved ones dying than herself. Oh, yeah, I think. yeah, that's true. You know, it's like why like superheroes don't like to openly date in various comics because yeah. they don't want their loved ones to be targeted. 
Except so, in this yeah. case, it's her ally, not her enemies. So one thing Correct. I like yeah. about uh, Maeve and, and Starlight is their relationship, which is Starlight looked up to Maeve uh, growing up and wanted to become her. And now she has seen what Maeve actually is. And there's a really good exchange. Maeve and her have a lot of really good, like poignant exchanges throughout the whole series. Like basically every time Maeve and her come into contact with each other, you learn more about each of them um yeah yeah and uh you know Maeve basically says like you you don't uh, you know I used to be that person that you looked up to like that was real I that was not fake that was not um put on by Vought and she said but basically you don't want to be me like you need to be you um and just continue being the like bright-eyed hero that you are and so then Maeve Maeve starts to Maeve goes from like hating her at first because she's like, you're too weak to handle this to then mm-hmm. sort of like respecting her. Like, wow, you're still trying to be a good person. And it sort of helps Maeve get back on the right track um, yeah. in the end. Well, I think it's yeah. seeing, I think seeing that, that fresh, that fresh face continually be motivated reminds her of what she was mm-hmm. once. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I think also the young have to come forth always, right, mm-hmm. and lead social movements. That's just always how it yeah, has to exactly. be. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's why um, after they had that Congress meeting and oh. the, all, everybody's heads just started exploding. Oh. Dude, that shit was so insane. <laughs> that was gruesome as fuck. Which turns out, know by the way, the that it was the Congresswoman. Yes. And at the end of the second season is like running shit now yeah but uh i really cannot wait to see aoc blowing up some fucking heads. Oh, shit. It, that is <laughs> basically what it is that is literally what it is is she is but aoc dude, and dude, it turns I, out she works for vought that scene was so great because there was so much tension because i tension I, you, oh. you know you know something's about to happen because yep. either, either that guy's about to reveal some real hardcore shit or in my head Homelander is about to go ballistic and the whole world is about to turn upside down. Yeah, I but thought he was going to laser beam the whole room or something. I thought that the whole I thought that Homelander was done. I thought it was just going to be he was going to be a villain from here on out like straight up legit villain. Like No, not... he he can't he can't stand to be the villain. I knew it couldn't be that. Okay. Um he, he can't be the villain. It's impossible. No, yes, that's what I'm saying. He would never stand up and destroy. And that was why uh when he landed in the crowd that was cheering for because remember when he was overseas and he Killed a super terrorist or whatever it was, a terrorist, and then cut that kid in half. Yes. And it turns out it was on video. And that's what started hitting Homeland. Yeah. Over, like in America was because that video got sent and put online. Yeah. And, uh, and it was fucking insane. And yeah. so and he did everything he could to save himself from that. And that was with by being with Stormfront and listening to everything she said. What I like. Uh, I think saved his uh, PR. It was all PR. Yeah. Another thing about um, Homelander's backstory that's very strong is that he, like like other heroes in other comic books, like loses his parents. But instead of it making him a good hero, it makes him yeah, exactly. It makes him a person Horrible. who didn't grow up with parents in a stable home environment, right. and yeah, so it, it makes him worse. Which How is many people cool. can end up like Batman? Right? Here's the thing: right. he, he even talks about you it. see your parents murdered in front of you, but you still become a warrior for justice. Right, trying to predict yeah, what it, it that's does not kind of most time. Most of time, yeah. you're going to become a fucking maniac that slaughters so people. He, he says that he says uh, <laughs> basically. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm not going to quote it because I don't know the direct quote. But basically, Paraphrase. he says after he lies to his son and says he had a father who would play catch with him, all that, and then yeah. later on in that same episode, he's like, "I lied to you. I'm sorry. Uh, I actually grew up in a lab, and even the people who 
were in the lab with me were terrified of me, so they stayed their distance. Yeah, they wouldn't so hug him or even, touch so him. Even the fucking people in the lab would go nowhere near this dude when he was a kid. Yeah, that's gonna fuck you up, man. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great uh, backstory for. I mean, his character makes sense. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. he's he's not a horrible person. I mean, he's a, he's a horrible person, but it, there's a reason why, and it makes sense. Um, yeah, and but the thing is, of course, we say these things. You can feel sympathetic for the character and the stuff they had to go through, but in no way is what they're doing now okay. No, not at all. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm sympathetic for A-Train and the Deep a little yeah. bit, but the things they've done are inexcusable and horrible, and yeah. that makes them terrible people. That deserve to be stopped. Homelander has right? a tragic life, it, it, but it also reminds me of like you know Kilgrave in the first season of Jessica Jones, where it's like he doesn't even understand the extent of how bad things are because he had he has no moral compass. He has like no no one's because yeah, you always ask and they always have to do something. Yeah, yeah. Kilgrave he's uh, never like he, Billy Butcher. He says you're what? emotional, but the thing that he's being emotional about is the rape of his wife. Like, and and what he yeah. thinks is the murder of his wife as right. well. So that's what I'm saying. Homelander Correct. doesn't. That Homelander point. thinks that somebody being raped and murdered is really not that big a deal because because it's yeah, not to him. It to him, yeah, it's not really something that he thinks about. You know, I mean, um, this dude lets planes go down in the middle of the ocean with kids begging him not to, and oh he's God. just like, "Let's get the fuck out it's of here." So fucking heartbreaking, dude. Is Stormfront worse than? Oh, I think she's Homelander. worse because of the racism. Yeah, because she's racist. But does that make her worse when Homelander is down to fucking listen to her and go with her plan for the future? Kind of. He he kind of looks at does her that make him sideways worse? a few times. I think the greatest villain in the series is going to be Stan Edgar. Yeah. Because but, yeah. would it not but be Vought? He's all about money. The person that originally created this superhero serum for genocide, essentially. I would say if he if he were alive, he would be the primary villain. But it's hard for you to antagonize from the grave. You yeah, know? and I think that, <laughs> I think so that carries into Stormfront. Then I think Stormfront is the one who is carrying over actual Vought. But my point is that the intent of the creator is no longer relevant right. because it's been subsumed into the capitalistic uh, mega conglomerate corporation that <laughs> Which is, is Stan Edgar. Because they don't care about, like I said, they don't care about racism. They don't care about yeah. uh, murder. They don't care about Here's, any of that stuff. All, and they're responsible they for creating Homelander. Correct. Does it explain mm-hmm. where Stormfront was in between way back then and now? Like she, Well, she's been running she things. She was a hero, but... And yeah, somehow she's still she's running been doing stuff. She's been involved from behind the scenes, but it never really well, says where is, she's at. You talk about all the like terrible things that these individual heroes have done, but all these heroes were created by Vaughn. I would also right? say that that scientist that was in charge of Homelander is pretty pretty bad. Oh, yeah. the dude lives in the mansion. What's that guy's name? I mean, God, okay, but he sacrificed his life. No, no, he only did that because. Butcher said he would murder his daughter if he Uh, didn't testify. Yeah, Yeah. that's the only way you can get these people, bro. Yeah, Yeah. blackmail Um, apparently. And but he did say, "I like I created Homelander. I should have let him grow up in a home with a mother, with a father." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, well, expressed that he had regret, but he also did absolutely exactly. nothing to help. Exactly, mm-hmm. you're right. So, uh, honorable mentions from social media. First one is uh, a man named C. Greiger, 
who uh, was our guest on the Full that Metal Alchemist. Yeah. I wonder who that is. Full Metal Alchemist and The Lord of the Rings. Uh, both really good episodes. I really enjoyed Chris on both those episodes. So uh, C. Gregor, he says, Black Noir. And then he says, <laughs> no explanation needed. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he's, we didn't, he's kind of... He's basically like, I, sna- I feel like... He's like Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe, but evil. He's, he's kind of <laughs> scary. Like that scene where he's fighting Butcher and they like explode stuff on him and he just keeps going. Like he's oh, like yeah. Jason. Yes. He's like Jason Voorhees. Oh, no. That dude takes like six nail bombs to the face and then is still like choking out Butcher before Butcher talks about uh, Homelander's son. Yeah. But who gets got, though? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And then uh, we have a another person that their picture is Stormfront. Oh, shit. And uh, I don't... But it's not Stormfront, right? That they've... Uh... I don't even know if I should mention this person because I'm looking at it. It says they have zero posts, zero followers, and they're following 2,000 people or something. Um, but this person, this person says Stormfront and Homelander are the two best characters. Um, and I just I said... I think that is a win. Scary. Is this a Nazi account? Did you confirm? <laughs> it's just a picture of uh, Stormfront, and it says, "Well, let's let's see what it, does blue scar mean anything for Nazism." It's called. It's oh a, shit! <laughs> I don't know any of the no Nazi idea. dog whistles. So it's, yeah. it's, I'm scared to Google it though. <laughs> the account is Blue Scar sixty nine, which the number is questionable. Obviously, that us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Nice. You don't get sixty nines. Blue uh, Scar is a 1949 <laughs> drama. Oh, okay, cool. I understand now. Well, I'm saying it's a British drama film directed by documentary filmmaker Jill Craigie. Set in a Welsh village where the mine has recently been nationalized, it focuses on the relationship between Owen Williams, a miner's daughter who leaves the village to live in London, and Tom Thomas. Oh, it's designed to raise questions about the value of nationalizing the coal industry. Oh. How relevant. So, nice. yeah, they're Nazis. Okay. <laughs> Just <Okay>. nationalism. <laughs> Nationalist yeah. party, yeah. All right, so uh, as far as categories... I think the biggest driver of plot is like inarguably Homelander. Homelander, yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. revolves around Homelander. Absolutely. Right? I, mean, I, I don't even like saying his as name. It should That's be, how much I fucking hate him. No, it hurts. Really? I, think I it hurts. don't want he him was, to win, but he's going he, to. He was written uh, that way. Podcast. He can do anything. You know, you know what I appreciate? I appreciate, uh, this is the last thing I was going to say about Starlight, and I forgot to say it. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate her plot that goes into the whole like, christian part oh, of the dude. world i feel like oh, we should have talked we missed about out that. on so the much the american christian christianity like evangelical Did you guys movement have a lot of experience as children growing up around that kind of stuff or was it just me um uh, no not really i'm just saying because i like went to church camps and like yeah. this and that and went to a lot of religious activities and that hit home for you i mean there is a lot of uh like snake oil stuff and like that but yes. there's also a lot of and i think about this as an adult Joel looking Steen back types. upon I think not even that. I think there's a lot of authentic uh, experience that can be fostered as stuff like that. However, um, I always wonder, there's this brief like little bit of doubt if I feel very uncomfortable about forcing religion on kids at all. Yes. Um, yes. No, that that was the scene. And that's my one of my favorite episodes for Star, Star, uh, Starlight. Uh-huh. That's the moment where she takes her power back. Where she yes. she's been basically abused by the system. She's been forced to wear these slutty clothes. Then she mm-hmm. gets forced to tell like teens that they shouldn't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> then she goes on stage to like say some other bullshit, and she finally just breaks and is like, "Nah." She's trying to find her place between the ultra conservative, modest version of Starlight uh, that she is clearly not right. Yeah, because she's also a revolutionary uh, person that's trying to 
break the capital hold of. She's also having a crisis of character because she that's thought that she she thought that she was a good Christian, good superhero. Yes, yes. And then she found yes. out that she found out the superheroes are not good, and she found and the, out that and she's, the powers do not come from God. That, yeah, Absolutely. that she's not chosen by yeah. God, which is what she's been told her whole life. So she has to be somewhere in between that person that she was and the person that Vault is trying to mold her into. Which yeah, I think but is cool. she's just like every fucking buddy else. Everybody in this show, including every like just normal person in this show, their entire life is a lie. Every single person. So I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is Homelander drives the plot. And while Homelander does have an interesting backstory, I think Starlight has the most interesting arc for me. Like I was saying, I'm I'm watching to find out what she's gonna do next, in my in I my agree. opinion. And she's a way she's better only... main character than, than Huey? Huey, in my opinion. I think Huey's I like Huey. I don't hate Huey. I don't hate I like him. Huey. Like, you need that normal guy character, but... Bro, this but dude worse. blows up Translucent. He puts a bomb in his ass and blows well, him Frenchy to pieces. Well, Frenchie puts the bomb in his ass. The bomb was in his ass. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, you're right. <laughs> he Frenchy. just pressed the button. Yes, but he blows that motherfucker up, dude. And I'd argue well, without without Huey, there would be no Starlight. There would be Starlight, but Starlight wouldn't know any of these things without Huey. Yeah, true. But I, the thing is, I actually like Huey. He's, I do like Huey. I think he's. I think he's actually think really resilient. Huey and Butcher are like the main characters, but I think I like everyone else more. Yeah, I agree. So, so what do y'all think about about arcs? Um, like I said, I think Starlight is my favorite arc to watch on the show. Uh, Starlight's good. Like Maeve I said, good. I think I think the arc of Starlight and Maeve are both I think important I like Maeve. to see the full story. They're intertwined Fact. for sure. Yes, yeah. true. Uh, I think I like Maeve's arc more. I mean, yeah, she's to me. Starlight she's, from the start to the end is who she is. She is going to be 100% a hundred percent good so. person. I would argue. I, the, I think, I think so. that she's more malleable because she no, is she younger, changes for so sure, but she will always do the right thing. Yeah, well, she doesn't do the right thing whenever she blows the deep she, to get to stay on the seven, quote unquote. So. She also blackmails Gecko um, to get Correct. him to. That's not. That's not. The she's right, not That's not a hero. She definitely. Yeah, she's not perfect. Has to do bad things to worse people. Well, that's not a completely. She's not a perfect hero. Then in that case, she you know? never yeah, no wanted one him to get in hurt. The show though. is perfect. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying those kind of those kind of moves, you know, keep me wondering who she's going to be and what she's going to do. You know, I don't know. she fucking gives CPR to a train. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I I I uh, I think Maeve, in my opinion, has the best arc. Yeah, I think Maeve's is decent. Uh, I think Starlight's is good. Uh, Homelander's kind of just his own character. I, I love Frenchie's arc, and we didn't get to talk about it much. I fucking love Frenchie. But well, Frenchie's arc. Uh, his arc so is much. at the beginning, whenever they find him not wanting to join uh, the boys again, right? Because of well, the incident everyone that hates happened Butcher. With... No, it's because of the incident. No. For, for Frenchie, it's because of the incident that happened with Mallory's grandchildren. He feels yes. responsible for that. He feels like he killed. He, so, yeah, he killed Mallory. So what happens is he goes from feelings of uh, regret and responsibility for that action to self-healing, right? It's uh, throughout, it's a combination of him. Uh, bringing in Kimiko and yeah. caring for her, and then the resolution that comes at the end of season two when they find Lamplighter, and he actually finally gets to talk to Mallory, yeah. and has Mallory actually tr- convinces her to forgive Lamplighter for the death of the grandchildren. I thought that was pretty cool. And so Wait, it was, Matt, it was such a is small... your character Frenchie? 
Yeah. We just didn't <laughs> oh, talk about fun. it. We didn't talk about it much because I didn't really because well we had gone on so long. I'm I just we can't we just can't keep talking because we've talked too much. I do think Frenchie's arc is better than even Maeve's, but, but Maeve number two, Frenchie number one. What I think okay. is interesting about Frenchie is that his arc is a side arc because he is a side character. Even though he is one of the boys, he's not one of the main <sighs> characters. But they do I a really good job of compressing all of the things that make of his character interesting, like the history and stuff, into a couple of episodes. And in the second it, season. And they yes. resolve it pretty neatly, in my opinion. Yeah. We often I, talk about like character design, especially when you're thinking about a comic book. I think that's important, is like mm-hmm. how the character looks. I think Homelander is exactly what he should look like, and it's fucking, I hate it. Well, yeah, he's just Superman. I he's hate a cross it. between thing. Superman and Captain America. You're supposed yeah. to hate it. And it's the worst. And um, what's awesome about this is he's the Superman, but there's also a Captain America equivalent that's mentioned. Uh, yeah, who's maybe coming Soldier in Boy. next season or something. Oh, yeah, God. Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy was killing Germans for, <laughs> oh, for the Americas fuck. in World War II. <laughs> Soldier Boy. So he's the Captain America equivalent. Soldier Boy. Well, and I was reading. Tell him. <laughs> I was reading that Stormfront was supposed to be um, in the book. He's he's male. Stormfront is male. That he is supposed to be the flip opposite of Captain America. That that was the inspiration I'm, for him. I'm uh, glad they changed her to female or him. Yeah, to I think female, it's way better actually. as a woman. Like, I yeah. think it's so much better. Like, well, what I will tell you is I barely remember anything about him from the comic books. So it must have been a good transition, you know? Yeah. Uh, Starlight's outfit is going to be fourth in my mind because oh, yeah. not only, she, mean, doesn't she doesn't even, even want, it. want it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually so, think that the outfit is the most interesting part of her character design because when you think about character design, oof. it's not just about their outfits and stuff like that. Their look. Yeah. yeah it's just about the look and, uh, Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I think it's interesting how she transitions from a very, very conservative, very sexy in the outfit, but she yeah, does it was not like a homemade outfit showing outfit. like her innocence, correct? To then being, you know, I mean, it's like women in show business or any popular media. They're, no, sex appeal. Yeah, they're forced to to often and I actually dress like that. in ways yeah. against their will. Yeah. I mean, I don't like that it happened, They're but I sexualized. like that. I, I like that part of her design. Yeah, she's still a very young woman. It's not something she desired, but Vaude thinks that's what they need for her. Um, so that's yeah. what she does. So I, I think with... that's really cool. I like Maeve's outfit, I, but she's she's uh, Wonder Woman, right? I mean, that's yeah. What she... But what I was gonna say Definitely. is, I feel like even when she's like visiting her girlfriend, she's still in the she's same almost thing. she's almost always still wearing the armor. Yeah. You're telling me she's like, always queen. Maeve? Even when she's trying yeah. to go incognito and like visit her girlfriend, she's never yeah. like relaxed wearing casual clothes. Yeah. I yeah. don't think That's she ever problem. takes that outfit cool. off. I like that. I do. I, I still think a Homelander. His look is the. It, it's him. I mean, it's, it's the American way. I mean, it's perfect for the character. Yeah, it's, it's very perfect. iconic. I agree. I like Frenchie too. Frenchie's but got yeah. the best threads, of course, because it's just streetwear. But I yeah, mean, just yeah that's the thing. It's just streetwear. He just For runs Frenchie's with French Algerian gun running out gangs. As a homeless guy somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but that's a look. I think he looks a lot uh, better in the show than in the comic books. But I think that's true mm. of everybody because well, so I mean, yeah, look every at this. character looks better in the show than the comic books. I think we've <laughs> discovered. Uh, yeah, I, I go with Homelander. I, I'm actually gonna say Starlight. I think that the uh, transition of outfits, I think, is way more interesting. Okay. Because Homelander is just very uh, static. Yeah, but it's fucking. 
Yeah, oh, but your favorite awful. character in the Marvel episode was literally Captain America. Yeah, but his outfit changes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Um, yeah, Cap's, Cap's his outfit changes every single change movie. to yeah. show his like changing personality. Yeah, every single sure. movie yeah. is his outfit changes to reflect uh, the changes that I he's going through. I just thought you loved American outfits. That too. I mean, I do That's too. You've seen my American uh, American flag, uh, red, white, and blue. Of. Every time I see you, you're wearing red, white, and blue. Like so, my we, we talked about how the whole point of this is like capitalism and stuff. And so, what are, what are there some other interesting things? I mean, we could count down right now. I mean, it is called The Boys, and I one of the reasons I did not watch the show is because I was like another fucking superhero show. First of all. Yeah. And then another show where like 90% of the cast is male. Uh-huh. But then season two really does lean into, well, first of all, I mean, I guess season one starts off with a sexual assault, which season one, yeah. I, I don't know. That could also be considered like a, like a, a male writer sort of throwing a sexual assault at a female character is like, yeah, kind of mm-hmm. flippant, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But that's what I feared when I dude, watched the first so episode. Dude, it was so brutal, man. And yeah. it's toned down from the comics. Yeah. Oh shit! It is. But yeah. But then the That's second bad. season, the decision to make Stormfront a woman, and also, you know, I thought that that season did a lot better for the female characters, and uh, I really did appreciate that. But girls um, get it done. I I don't know. I guess I I don't know what my point was about about that. Is like the title is the boys. The title well, is the boys. I will say like, that the most powerful member of the boys are actually the women. So. Hey, we that's what I was gonna say. I mean, some that's kind of cool. I think like a lot of the most compelling characters are. You know the women. We I mean, didn't... we have two out of four here. Well, yeah. Kimiko is the most physically powerful of the boys, and I would say that Mallory exerts the most influence in the geopolitical state of the Americas. Right? It's a former CIA director or whatever. Mm-hmm. She started the boys, so she is yeah. the originator of the boys. Oh, she is the boy. She is the boy. So we didn't even fucking talk about, but Becca's son, Homelander's son. Just destroys Stormfront at the end, and he kills his mom on accident. It's fucking and, tragic. And that was that feeling when I see uh, Stormfront just completely destroyed was like I literally yelled out, "Hell yeah!" Like I was excited yeah. physically out loud watching this fucking show. And then two seconds later, I find out Becca's bleeding to death. Yeah. I can't even enjoy Stormfront getting murked. I'm There's gonna say no that moments more of than happiness. Two seconds. I, I would there say that I didn't no. even really enjoy that because a situation where a kid is forced to yeah. kill. Oh yeah, because now that kid is gonna be fucked up like because now he has trauma. So I was even when I saw them like, oh, this is not everything well, is just bad. Well, no, he's gonna he's gonna be fine. Butcher told him not to be a dickhead. He did say something along those lines, I believe. So your mom dies, and the two, the only two male influences you've had in your life are Homelander Butcher and, and Homelander. Dude, that's yeah, that's not good. Yeah, no, he's gonna two be two peas in a fucking pot. Well, presumably he'll be rolling around with like Huey also, and all right, uh, boys, Huey but, had no influence on that kid. Maybe not. We need okay. to. Uh, I, th- I think we've been talking long enough. Yeah. It's been a long. There's, yeah, more, yeah. there's more to say, but we're not gonna say it. <laughs> so we take all these things under consideration. Is everybody comfortable? Does everybody know? The best character. The best character. Yeah. In uh, The Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I need three. more than three seconds. Okay. Four. Give me a three, 10 second countdown. Two. One. Homelander. Maeve. Starlight. John, I think that was just me and you. Where the fuck, Matt? It's... Oh, did you not hear me? No, what'd you okay, say? Do it, do it again. Three, two, one. Right, Starlight. Starlight. Okay. Did y'all both say Starlight? 
I definitely yeah, said Starlight. Did. I was <laughs> not expecting that, honestly. I'm on Starlight. Well, I was going to pick Frenchie, but the thing is, I don't know. Who would y'all pick? Uh, I said Homelander because I, I think he Brandon is. And I said Maeve. In my order, it's this, it's this, and I, I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's because of the a lot of the things that I see uh, just really resonate there in terms of the religious history of that character. Well, the lore. And, and here's what I'll say: mm-hmm. all of these characters, I mean, it's fucking, it's a hair difference. Like they're all so good. I mean, the, no, the reason there's I a picked, reason we've been talking for so long because all of there's these so much to this say. Show is fucking phenomenal, dude. The thing is, I love Homelander, and I think he is the oh, driving man. presence and force oh, in I mean, the show. I would never say I love Homelander, but yeah, no, no, no. I love the character, but I think he's not as three dimensional as as Starlight. Starlight. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely not. But he's but he drives the plot more and all those other things. So. And those things are important, but I just don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> and to be fair, he he does have the most iconic shot. <laughs> of the uh of the second season right the masturbation scene yes the <laughs> masturbation scene. dude that shit is so insane why did they choose to end it on that i can do anything Literally, i can do anything up the side of a skyscraper like what i well, they actually yeah. didn't end on that they ended on the congresswoman walking by oh, yeah. the, um, oh you're right you're right but the, that, uh, that scene was just so imprinted in my that mind was I his forgot. last scene that was Fucking his last scene so blowing his head up such a good show I can't believe it. We did it again. We figured out who the best character is and whatever we're talking about, despite the podcast being called Your Favorite Character Sucks. Now the only question is, what should we do next? You can help us decide by following us at YFCS Pod on Instagram and Twitter and telling us which show, movie, series, book you think we should do. Until then, hit that subscribe button and catch us on the next episode. Thanks for listening.